as part of our ongoing nonprofit notes series for Zuri Group, today we're going to be talking about Zuri Labs and the complement that it is to the traditional Zuri Group uh, services business and how it uh, works together and supports each other and our clients. Today I have uh, Ken Swift, our president of CRM services. Hello, Ken. Good day. I have Patrick Shepard, our senior director of CRM services. Hi. And I'm Andrew Urban. I'm the senior director of market development. And what is Zuri Labs and how is it part of Zuri Group? But Zuri Labs was really named because it's everything that is a labs portfolio. It's, it's our ability to create and build and have things come out of the lab, as it were, of custom development that we do for clients and that we build over time or tools that we've created internally to support client, uh, client work. And we've formalized that to try to build upon the premise and bring these products that we've done over time to more folks to help them, uh, as Zuri Group does with our traditional services business, raise more money, uh, create better relationships, and be more efficient in their work. We'd, uh, Ken, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, just the work of CRM services and how it's come to this point to create labs? Absolutely. Uh, th thank you, Andrew. Yeah, Zuri Labs is um, just, uh, we didn't intend to go out and create uh, Zuri Labs. It, it was really a, uh, an afterthought or rather a support model in order for us to um, uh, pull together all the different solutions we are doing. Over the the, um, the, the long history of, of Zuri Group, uh, we've created different digital packages and programs that um, that our digital team has has packaged and, and worked with number, a number of vendors to, to sell. Um, when um, uh, Shep and I uh, joined Zuri Group, uh, five to seven years ago, um, we started creating different uh, different solutions, and we just found ourselves creating the same solutions over and over and over again. And it just made no sense. It it, uh, it was it was not a cost effective approach for our clients to to pay uh, pay for us to to start from um, essentially the starting line with each every, uh, each client. And so we decided to put together um, repeatable um, solutions uh, into a package, uh, and that became known as Expert Access. But then as we started looking at uh, additional um, uh, products or solutions uh, for our clients, we realized that we really needed to have a larger program and a support model um, uh, sitting on top of that. So that became uh, uh, Missouri Labs. There's also a number of uh, utilities that we put in Missouri Labs. It really is an, a, an area of innovation for us. We've created a proprietary data conversion uh, suite of tools to help organizations move data into Blackboard CRM, into Salesforce, and into uh, Microsoft Dynamics. And so in some ways, it is an extension of our business to our customers where we are um, providing um, products to the market. In other cases, um, they are solutions that we build in order to support our internal uh, efficiencies, um, which have cost savings to our clients through, throughout their services and engagements with Zuri Group. In other cases, it's just a playground for uh, uh, Shep and myself and, and other developers to, to work in. Uh, not everything that we develop in Zuri Labs ever comes to market. It is an area of innovation for us. I like what you just said, playground, because Labs is such a great name for me because it, for this because it's not a products group or and it's not a services group it's really that in between of a of a playground that allows the the creativity of the solutions that we create for clients to have a place to live and kind of just build on themselves to see what see what's really there and how it works right 
Yeah, absolutely. We, we had um, uh, one of our uh, one of our colleagues, Molly Kelly, yesterday. We, uh, we were having an internal um, Zuri Labs discussion, and she brought up a, a really neat digital idea. Um, and she had one of her developers just, just mock it up for us and show it to us internally and say, I, I don't know if we'll ever sell this, but look at look what we've done. Uh, and it's an area that just allows us to be innovative um, and then kind of uh, test it out and, and show it. In some cases, we might partner with uh, one or two clients to have them kind of kick the tires of that solution. And if we think it's got some staying power and, and it's got some, um, some add some value to our clients and helps them, as, as our colleague Chris Cannon says, um, raise more money and build better relationships, then we are absolutely going to partner with the, those organizations and, and try to kind of extend the reach of the applications that, uh, that we uh, get to create. I think the expert access for BlackBot CRM program is an ex great example of what you said, where it's customer uh, developed solutions where we were working with clients to build out and we said, hey, this is something that would really benefit a lot of folks and the whole entire BlackBot CRM community. Uh, duplicate compare comes to mind where a, a client said, we have this problem and, and now it's your problem, Zuri. And that would have been a uh, that would have been a, an individual engagement maybe where they had us build some custom code, but instead we're able to kind of build something that works because we know this is a problem across the board for, for BlackBot CRM clients. Can uh, tell a little bit about how that came to mind? Yeah, the Duplicate Compare came out of one of our higher education clients that was integrating uh, their legacy system with their athletics database. They were using Pachyolan, um, and they knowingly imported, uh, I think it was 130,000 duplicate records uh, into um, their legacy system. Um, they were also in the process of transitioning to BlackBot CRM, and they decided to hold off on merging those records um, in, uh, in their legacy database. It just was not efficient to do so. And they were going to use the tools within BlackBot CRM in order to, to merge those. They were able to successfully merge about 75, 80% of those records by just by using the, the native tools within BlackBot CRMs um, that could identify 100% match of duplicate records. Um, but it still left tens of thousands of records that they wanted to put eyes on. And so as we heard this and we, we started listening to it and we realized that the, the out-of-the-box features within BlackBot CRM were pretty inefficient, um, we partnered with this, uh, with this institution and we built out this suite of tools. Now, when, when we originally brought this um, particular du duplicate compare solution to market, it was purely made for higher education clients. And now that we've had that solution released for a little, almost two years, a little over 18 months, I guess, um, we've added a bunch of additional features as child sponsorship organizations and um, healthcare organizations and non, specifically non-higher ed organizations. Um, they, they've wanted additional things in order to look at records side by side and determine their duplicates. In the case of a higher ed institution having the graduation year was very important to determine if this is a duplicate record because it's even though two people might share the same name and they might even live at the same house if they have different graduation years for their under, undergraduate then it might be a it'd be easier to determine if it's a father and son or 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 is in fact a true duplicate but over time we've added additional um, kind of metrics or uh, fields um, to that in a very configurable way to allow organizations that are uh, outside of our higher education base in order to use that so it's not something that's a, a kind of a one and done type of solution we continue to iterate on all of our expert access solutions just to make them make them better and that's really a focus area for the next year for us I like that story in that it, it showcases how the lab's idea is the fact that when you work with large enterprise organizations, be a nonprofit, healthcare, higher education, 
there isn't a one size fits all and you have to be flexible in how you go create this. You can't just say, here's our product, go have fun and good luck. You, the labs gives uh, flexibility and, and the ability to kind of work with clients on how this should be done in their unique way since as large enterprise, they have unique needs. They may be very similar, but most, most are not. And I think that leads to the next story we wanna talk about, which is the Velocity Data Management Engine story. And that one's very interesting to me because it really combines three different uh, development efforts over time. And uh, Ken, I'll let you and Shep talk to that. I'll give a little lead in and then Shep, if you want to kind of take it away. So over our, over our, our history, both at Zuri Group and um, Patrick Shepard and I, uh, Shep, were both at, at BlackBod. So we have created dozens of integrations over our uh, 10 years of, uh, or 10 year of working with the, the BlackBod uh, CRM and the SDK. And we've, uh, we're really proud of some of the integrations we've done and we've learned a lot uh, from some others. Um, and what we wanted to do um, now, I think, Shep, I don't know how long you've been working with the SDK, but it's at least 10 years. Um, I think yep. I'm on my 15th, 16th year. So between the two of us, uh, we're approaching 30 years of a BlackBot SDK experience. And there's been a, a lot of uh, tough lessons um, and we wanted to share our knowledge with our clients. And so what uh, what came out of that was Velocity and some of the best practices um, that um, we have seen and done um, as it relates to integrating different solutions into the BlackBot um, CRM kind of environment. Yeah, and it, it really, the way it happened, um, as Ken mentioned, we've been working on Many many different integrations and and over the years, you know, we we I think of them as Lego blocks. We build these uh, bits of reusable code, whether it's in DLLs or just modules that we we can go grab off the shelf that helps us be more efficient working on a particular client's integration or even a you know a larger scale than a single client's integration. But we always took the approach of, you know, we're consultants. We're going to build something on a consulting project um, and you know over over the first few years of working at Zuri group with Ken he challenged me a few times to say hey what what can we do what can, how, how can we come up with a product that will handle all of these integrations that we, we always have to do um, and it was it was always kind of a it's just counter counter to my experience as a consultant to think in a product uh, paradigm like that. But we finally, um, I think it was the, it might've been the University of Houston project or the fact that we had a couple of, um, couple of big implementations that we were working on. And Ken said, all right, it's time to do it. <laughs> Make it happen. This is a real request. Um, and so we kind of just went, went from scratch and thought about how what we do in all of these integrations. And um, when I was at Blackboard, I was the, the architect and, and lead developer of the Illuminate Online integration and uh, with Blackboard CRM. And we learned so much about, um, you know, about integrating with CRM and best practices, what works, what doesn't um, through working with that tool and, and supporting all the clients that um, Blackboard brought up onto it. So that was kind of the initial lens that, that we took in building Velocity, but we stepped back even further and just said, 
what is what is data moving in and out of Blackboard CRM look like? And it tends to be very expensive to bring data into Blackboard CRM because it it has a lot of weird requirements. It wants GUIDs for every you know every code table value for you know home address type is that's a GUID. You don't it doesn't want the word home. It wants the GUID for it, and um, so it tends to be very easy to get data out of Blackboard CRM, but very expensive to get data in. And so we we just took a few steps back and thought, um, this is where we came up with the idea of you've got a data source and you've got a data target and you've got some kind of mapping level between the two of them. And um, just from from those three components, we, we kind of started to build Velocity. First, the first thing we solved with it was some of the slower aspects of the Luminate Online integration, and we um, we were able to get it into production within a couple of months. Um, I believe we started what can was it was about this time last year, um, 2020. Um, but we've worked on it constantly and taken tons of client feedback um, and the. the but the client feedback has been the coolest part of uh, this Velocity project because we've we had these um, every Friday office hours calls where people would all call in and ask us questions. It was sometimes it was stump the chump. Stump, sometimes it was why in the world did you guys do it like this? Why don't you add this? And we, we were able to take all that feedback and build a whole lot better product too. And um, I, I thoroughly loved those sessions and how client, clients would just share their screen and say, this was the, this was so cool. I could do this now, or, and then it helped you spur your idea to go, Hey, I could do this. And it's that community part of, of Zuri labs that we wanted to build. And uh, so that was really exciting. Yeah. And it's, that's one thing. One thing we've seen throughout the years is the more, more minds you get contributing to a, you know a piece of software the better it's going to be at the end obviously like there's things that clients um ideas that clients had that i thought when they when i first heard it i was like i don't understand why that would even work and and you roll it out and everybody's like wow that's awesome like hey it wasn't, wasn't my idea but <laughs> glad you like it um, That's exactly what lab what a lab is though. It's it's a collaborative, as Ken called it, playground, and it allows for. It, it it's also part of that. It's not like we have all the good ideas, but we have the uh, uh, talent and and uh, skill sets to implement those ideas for people. And I think that takes us. That's a, that's a really great story. And thanks for sharing that, uh, Chef. I appreciate it. Uh, the last story on this, I think, is, is also fun, and it kind of shows uh, we do a lot of work at Zuri, obviously, with Blackboard CRM, with Salesforce on Dynamics 365. We have not done as much over the years with, with the Razor's Edge NXT world, but we begin, but this is part of when clients are asking what, about, uh, what they, about needs they have around reporting and so forth, and Ken uh, started to think how how can I take the reporting needs that NXT folks have and be able to uh, support that? And is there a way to get that data easily? And I think uh, that's how Aqueduct became about, the Aqueduct data warehouse for NXT. 
And uh, Ken, I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. Sure, uh, Aqueduct has, has, a, has a fun story, a bit unconventional in, the, in how it became what it is. Um, but essentially, um, as Blackbud was rolling out their Sky APIs, um, really in 2015, 2016, um, as I was transitioning, uh, I, trans I left from uh, I left Blackbud in late 2014 and joined uh, and joined Zuri Group. In 2015, 2016, Blackbud was just starting to roll out their Sky APIs and started taking a look at those. Uh, we were I was working with um, uh, a children a children's hospital, and they said, "Hey, we're, we're really having reporting difficulties with the the Razor's Edge product," and so we started looking at uh, started looking at the solution. And, and trying to figure out if there's a way, that, a, a more efficient way to get data out or for reporting purposes. And we quickly realized, or I quickly realized that the Sky APIs were not quite at a level of maturity that would allow it to support the, um, aggregating the data and putting it into a data warehouse. So I promptly put it onto the back burner and said, hey, if, uh, uh, I, I will just keep looking at this uh, as the APIs mature over time. And Obviously, all of us are very, very busy. Uh, everybody is busy in their work and work lives and personal lives. Um, but uh, I had a, um, I, I somehow found that to, to a way to squeeze more hours into the day. And uh, the way that the way that worked is in uh, late. Um, uh, let's see, it would have been late 2018. Uh, my wife and I uh, were uh, found out we were expecting a, a third child. It was much later than what we had expected. It was about I have about a let's see a almost an 11 year gap between um, my oldest son and, um, and my youngest son. And evidently it is much more difficult having ch um, children when you're in your forties than when you're in your twenties um, and thirties. And so because of that, um, it meant uh, my wife and I spending many, many light nights sitting around the emergency room in a hospital and maternity ward with my wife hooked up to all sorts of machines. And I wasn't just going to go sit there in the chair and fall asleep. I, I tried to at least be productive and supportive. So as supportive as any developer can be, I brought my laptop with me um, and uh, sat there at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, just writing code. And what came out of that was uh, what we I was calling a, a just a, a data warehouse for NXT. Um, I should have named it Ethan uh, in, in, in honor of my the, of my son, because if not for him, I would not have had the time to, or I would not have taken the time to actually create it. Um, we'd have been okay I, with that. <laughs> thank you, Andrew. Uh, and but we decided to name it Aqueduct, and Aqueduct as a, as a as a visualization of moving data from one place to another. We actually were talking to, uh, with a healthcare client recently. Um, and they said, well, it's really interesting because Aqueduct is also um, a way that um, uh, kind of, uh, Andrew, what would they say? Like uh, brain, brain waves? Blood flow. Yeah. Blood flow in the brain is, is also re referred to as Aqueduct. And so it, it was a very, it was a very um, uh, appropriately named um, as it uh, personifies kind of moving data uh, from uh, a hosted uh, Blackbot's hosted environment into a dimensional data warehouse. We do have plans that Aqueduct could eventually include um, uh, aggregating data from a Salesforce instance and as, as well as a Microsoft Dynamic instance. But right now, it is a an NXT, um, a, an NXT da uh, data warehouse. So it's pulling data from Razor's Edge uh, NXT and Financial Edge NXT, and it's creating a, a dimensional data warehouse. And we're still in our early adopters phase um, of that solution, um, but we have a, a handful of clients live on that solution. Some of those um, are currently in implementation. Others um, actually have Power BI dashboards and Tableau dashboards that are being refreshed off of, off of that on a nightly basis. So it's really, really exciting to see something that, uh, that we 
had put into Zuri Labs even before Zuri Labs had a name uh, and something that uh, I was just kind of tinkering with um, at two o'clock in the morning uh, several years ago and to see it kind of come to fruition. So it was a, it was a great combination of kind of uh, my passion of working with technology, um, Andrew's uh, passion of, uh, of working with nonprofit organizations and, and it was kind of a great meeting of the minds and, and kind of pulling together a solution and taking it to market. So still in, early in the phase of the kind of the take it to market um, um, kind of phase, but it's uh, really exciting to see it come together. It's a, it's a perfect example to me of what Zuri Labs is, is that, uh, like I said, tinkering, like developers that love to develop products and try to figure out solutions to problems that the clients tell them about and, and whether it's two in the morning or, uh, or you know, at noon over lunch hour as you're getting, uh, getting some lunch, you know, your brain, our, our developers' brains never stop. And Zuri Labs gives our developers and our team a kind of that outlet to think about problems differently and how they might live and work for lots of different clients that we work with. And then the Aqueduct is sort of that same way as we've solved reporting problems for clients of, of all shapes and sizes, but uh, to be able to get that data and support NXT clients in that same way, we have those same issues was new and Zuri Labs and you tinkering is exactly, exactly that right, uh, right idea. It's it's funny it's funny to me that the, the the president of CRM services is the one that wrote the thing. So it's nice it's nice <laughs> to work at a company where there people aren't like, oh you you're, you're supposed to be pushing papers around and calling clients. Don't don't write code. That's that's supposed to happen two levels below you. So it's you know we're all we all are developers at heart. So it's kind of nice to be able to to do what you like. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, yeah, I mean, we're all consultants um, because we, um, and I'm not going to put words in ship's mouth, but I, one of the, our favorite parts of our job is interfacing with clients. Um, and that's the, we're, we're consultants by day, we're kind of developers by night. Um, and it's interesting that, I mean, I was at a, a horse show for my daughter last weekend, and I was sitting at a horse show. I'm not riding a horse and I'm not going to walk behind uh, cleaning up after a horse either. That's her job. Um, I may as well sit there with my computer and, 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 and write some code. And I get notified whenever things get checked into our source control. And I see things get checked in from, for, for velocity at really weird um, hours of the day and night and weekends, because I can tell that Shep, and it's not just Shep who's working on Velocity, but there's a, it's a combined effort across all of our developers, um, but there's a passion in the work that they're doing in the products um, that we're creating um, as part of the Zuri Labs. That sounds like a great place to stop. And I want to thank you both for your time and for, and for the, you that are listening. I hope this has been a great introduction to what Zuri Labs by Zuri Group is and how we, how we want to support and help people and help our, our clients uh, do, their, do their work as, uh, uh, better. So take a look at Zuri Labs. If you have a project and a thought that, you'd, uh, that you're like, well, maybe this is crazy. It probably isn't crazy. Let us know. Let's talk about it and see what, see what happens. But that's what Zuri Labs is. It's the playground uh, to be able to explore ideas and come up with uh, with I, with products that the community of our nonprofits, higher ed, and healthcare can enjoy and work and and uh, do their job better. So thank you all. Thank, thank you, you both.
Thank you, Andrew.